In this episode of Weekly Poker Hand, we are featuring my favorite poker punter, Rampage Poker. He makes video blogs. Check him out. We are playing 10, 25, 50, No Limit Texas style. We have pocket aces. That's lucky. When the punters get aces, they often get paid. Let's see what happens. Cutoff raises to 150. Button makes it $500, and he's the only player that I'm really deep with at the table. Also seems like a really good pro here, so I'm going to make it very large with a 4-bet incoming from out of position. I make it $1,500. Pause, Rampage, pause. If we are super deep stacked and out of position, when it goes 150 500 and you are in the small blind, I would actually make it even a little bit bigger. I think something like 1700 or 1800 is good because your range should be good and strong and very linear. Just a lot of the best hands, plus maybe some suited ace X as bluffs. So I think we can probably even go a little bit bigger because our range should be very, very strong here. That said, whatever, 1500 is fine. Do not slow play and just call preflop. That would be a disaster. 3x the raise, trying to get some stacks in because we're both playing at least $30,000, $40,000 deep. Now the cutoff though, original razor to 150, makes it 3,000. The button ends up getting out of the way. And now here it's time to battle. Got aces, the best hand ever. And I'm going to trap him because if I raise another time, that seems way too strong. So here we go. I make the call. My opponent has about $13,000 in his stack and trying to get all of it. This is an interesting point Rampage brings up is that he was initially trying to re-raise and play a big pot against the button who was super deep, but now his opponent has 13,000 behind. So when they go to the flop, the flop's going to have about $6,000 in it, right? And the opponent has whatever he said, 13, 15, 18, whatever. Not a lot. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not like a ton. So now the pot is quite big in proportion to the opponent's stack. And for that reason, we do not need to re-raise now because the opponent's drawing thin and the pot's already big to the point that we don't need to build it anymore. I actually discussed this topic in depth in my newest book, 100 Essential Tips to Master No Limit Hold'em. Check it out. One of the tips is pay attention to stack depth for all sorts of reasons. You can get this book in the description below. We'll put links. I appreciate each and every one of you who have checked it out. Let's see what the flop brings. Let's see a flop and it comes queen, queen, jack. What a disaster. <sighs> my opponent can have quads, my opponent can have jacks, uh, my opponent could have kings, but it's gonna be hard to get all the money in if he actually has kings in this spot. So I check it over to him and my opponent actually checks this flop back. So he could be slow playing a monster or he could just have absolutely nothing. Time to find out when the turn is a nine. All right, so I do agree with Rampage that when the turn checks back, the opponent's gonna have a lot of hands like ace-king, Maybe kings, maybe ace-queen, right? That would be a hand that would conceivably five-bet preflop as a bluff and then slow play hard because Rampage can be drawing thin or dead. Maybe king-queen suited if he got out of line with that. Maybe pocket jacks, although pocket jacks probably doesn't put in the re-re-raise preflop. So interesting scenario. I'm, I kind of presume the opponent wants to bet frequently and small on the flop, but maybe they are supposed to check some. Check, check. Let's see what happens on the turn nine of hearts. And here I'm first to act in a very large pot brewing for this game. There's two things I can do here. I can get for value or I can check. And I think of all the people that could have a queen here, I think it's myself. I think he, my opponent can have very little ace queen. So trying to get called by a hand like ace king or kings, I decided to throw out $1,500 here. Really small bets in a pot well over 6,000. And my opponent does come along for a call. 
So when you bet really small on the turn, you're essentially saying, I think I have a nice range advantage. You're saying I have more aces and kings and queen x than the opponent does. And maybe that's true, maybe that's not. The thing is, is I really do think ace-queen is going to be like the most likely preflop bluff for the opponent, but I also get that it's super blocked by Rampage's hand and the board, so the opponent really shouldn't have a whole lot of ace-queen. So it's an interesting scenario where I, I really am not sure what the opponent's range looks like. It's most likely just a lot of ace-king and pocket kings, right? Although every once in a while you will just be running into the super nuts, and, well, that's not good. 1500 and call. When the opponent does just call, that's great. If you bet bigger on the turn, maybe like 2,000, I think you may get called by the exact same range that will call 1,500. So maybe just get to get a little bit more money in the pot. So I think I probably would have gone a touch bigger on the turn. I think most people in live poker in general don't really care if you bet 1,200 or 2,000 on this turn. And they're going to call with exactly the same range and raise with exactly the same range. So exploitatively, with your value hands, which will be most of your bets, you should at least consider going a little bit bigger, especially in live poker. Anyway, 1500 and call. Let's go to the river. Interesting developments here. The river is now an eight. Oh my God. Now any 10 is a straight. I don't know what to do, everyone. Guys, comment down below what you guys think you should do in this spot. If you ever find yourself, would you bet a small amount? Would you bet a big amount? Would you check? I, I, I go into the tank for a long time. I go into the tank rampage. I agree. In the comment section below, let me know what would you do? Would you bet small, like... 2,000? Would you bet medium, like 5,000? Would you bet big, like pot? Or would you check call, or would you check fold? Really, all options seem reasonable. What would I do here? I think we have two decent options. I think we can either bet tiny, like 2,000, trying to get value from a hand like ace-jack, or king-jack, or pocket-kings, or we can check. As the opponent's going to be more inclined to thin value bet themselves with ace-jack, which I think would be very loose, or kings, which I think would also be loose, then we definitely want to check. As your opponent's going to be more inclined to bluff with ace-king, because they realize they just cannot win. I love checking, because you can check and then easily call, right? This is, again, is a question of what does the opponent's range actually look like? And it's very, very difficult to definitively know. Um, some people will just like literally never bluff the river with ace-king. And if that's the case, then we might as well just value bet. One fear with betting small here is if we bet small, some players will shove it all in. And that would be an absolute disaster because here the opponent's range to shove will be full houses and perhaps even a 10. Now, again, they probably don't have a ton of 10s preflop, but it's tough to know. This is a scenario where it really is just tough to know. I think in GTO world, it probably is okay to still go for the tiny bet, even though there is four to a straight on the board, just because neither player should really have a lot of those. And if someone does have them, it's probably more likely to be Rampage. Because remember, it went 150, 500, 1500, 3000. So the 3000 should have almost no tens, right? Whereas Rampage is going to have some tens because he's getting very good odds. Preflop. Say you did have a hand like Jack-10. He could easily call the 3000 preflop with Jack-10, check, check the flop, bet the turn small for value slash protection, and then bet river small. So I don't think... In this spot, the opponent's going to get to shove over a small bet all that often, especially if Rampage protects that range well by betting with some 10s in this spot.
I, I typically don't like to take my time here, but I'm literally just so confused with a hand as strong as mine that doesn't feel very strong now on the river. I decided to go very, very small. It seems really greedy to bet this size against pocket kings, but I decided to throw out $1,800. And of course, if I didn't mention this already, this opponent is my good friend, Steven, and he goes into the tank for a long time. Not sure what he wants to do, but at the end of the day, he does take too long of a time where I think he has a good hand. Like he's not gonna raise, he's just gonna call or fold, and he ends up folding. Okay, I'll take that. Good one to finally win. The biggest pot of the night that we've ever played by far and I'll take this pot down with aces. It's always a good spot pre-flop to be facing a five bet with aces. Just unfortunate that the runout didn't really favor me to get all the money in the middle. It's better to win than lose. Don't be greedy. Greedy has wrecked many poker players. The greed monster is real and it will wreck you. It's okay. Nice pot for Rampage. I think he played it pretty well. How do you think you played it? Again, let me know in the comment section. That's gonna be it for today. If you enjoyed the video, click the like and subscribe button down below. I appreciate that. That lets the YouTube overlords know that you all enjoy my content. And if you enjoy my content, I'll keep making more. If you want more content, let me know in the comment section. We're gonna have a million comments in this video, I think. Good luck, have fun. Whenever you get aces, I hope you win the pot. And if you want some more content featuring Rampage Poker, the Master Blaster, we have it lined up next for you.